At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is VEASAN Daily Morning Bets. Here is your host, Josh Applebaum. It is VEASAN Morning Daily Bets. Fresh episode coming your way on this Tuesday morning, December the 5th. I'm Ben Wilson in for Josh Applebaum. Uh, Hope you survived, escaped, making a little profit on Monday's card that had a ton of upsets. Not only did the Bengals win outright 10-point dogs over Jacksonville on Monday Night Football, but we get a pair of upsets in the NBA, both Indiana and New Orleans advancing to the semifinals of the NBA in-season tournament. Each underdogs in their respective matchups. Pacers knocking off the Celtics at home while the Pelicans go to Sacramento and take down the Kings. And that's where we'll start today. Three games I want to talk to you about. Three big games to really highlight the Tuesday card here on VEASAN Morning Daily Bets where we highlight the biggest games on the card each and every day. Half of the semifinals are set in the in-season tournament. Now we find out the other half, one matchup in the East, one matchup in the West. My favorite bet will go in the early game. We go to Milwaukee, where the New York Knicks at 12-7 take on the 14-6 Milwaukee Bucks rematch from a game at MSG not too long ago in the group stage where Milwaukee knocked off the Knicks 110-105. Knicks did cover, though, as a a five-and-a-half point home dog and did not have R.J. Barrett in that game. Knicks went 10-39 of from three-point range. Jalen Brunson went off 45 points. And the Bucks since then, have started to play much better on the defensive end. 13th in defensive rating over the last 10 games after starting the season in the bottom five across the league. Eight and two now over the last 10 games are the Bucks second in net rating over that span, which creates an interesting matchup because the Knicks all season have been one of the best defensive teams in the league. Third now in defensive rating overall, number one in the NBA in overall rebounding percentage with that context. So I wanted to lay that out first. It's interesting to see where the betting market as a whole is going on this game. Opens Bucks minus six. Bucks at home at the Pfizer form. We're down to five pretty much everywhere across the board. I even see one prominent offshore going down to Milwaukee minus four and a half here in the early morning hours, East Coast time on Tuesday. Total getting some love to the over, 223 to 225 and a half with the winner to take on Indiana. The reason why I brought up the defensive numbers is because if you followed how the market reacted to the the games we just watched Monday, it was all love. Everybody and their third cousin, twice removed, was betting the overs. We saw a big, big movement to the overs. One did hit. That was the late game, the Pelicans-Kings game. One did go to the under pretty significantly in Celtics and Pacers. And what you watched, I mean, especially 
really both games. I mean, they were incredible uh, home court atmospheres. The Pacers were able to pay that off and do a win, but especially in that Celtic Pacer game where the defensive intensity was just at another level. And it did remind me a lot of what you'd see in general postseason NBA basketball, where totals get shaded a ton lower. The general smart betting over the long term is you look at unders in the NBA playoffs. Teams are much more incentivized to play harder on the defensive end for the full 48 minutes. And now you combine this weird sentiment right now where a lot of bettors are blindly taking overs despite two teams matching up in Milwaukee and the New York Knicks, who in the case of the Knicks have been a great defensive team all season. And in the case of the Milwaukee Bucks have been a much improving defensive team under first year head coach, Adrian Griffin, as he started to sort out some of his defensive rotations, working around the defensive deficiencies of a garden, Damian Lillard, who has been exposed at times to start the season. But the Bucks, as I mentioned with those numbers, 13th, on the defensive end last 10 games have gotten a ton better there. Where am I going with this? <laughs> it should all add up to one thing, under for tonight's game. And you're especially getting some value in the fact that betters want to take this thing over, that early money coming to the over. And as much as I'm looking for reasons whenever you see a significant overnight line move, keep in mind these lines have been out now uh, over 24 hours at this point since we've known the matchup uh, for a couple of days. But I'm trying to figure out maybe this is the the thought of, okay, R.J. Barrett back healthy in the lineup. Brunson torched the Bucks 45 points in the first meeting. And Milwaukee, in general, has been really efficient on both ends of the floor. Also a fast-tempo team, top five in the NBA. Maybe that's where you're seeing this over money with Milwaukee having the home court. I just don't see it. Knicks, second slowest tempo team in the league crash the glass really well, prevent offensive rebounds extraordinarily well, and have been a top three defensive team for the majority of the season. I expect this to be a tight, gritty, playoff atmosphere type matchup with the Knicks and head coach Tom Thibodeau really applying pressure on a Milwaukee team that is playing its best basketball of the season. But the offense has been there the whole way. It's now been the defense that's ratcheted up for the Bucks. So I really believe you'll see this played more like the low hundreds type range. I see the Bucks winning. Wouldn't hate if you wanted to take a, a piece of the New York Knicks, although you have already missed out on that six number as we've seen the market continue to go on the dog. I'd much rather take the under now that you're getting an inflated price, 225 and a half under in Knicks Bucks, my favorite bet for the Tuesday card. That's not the only game. The nightcap is in LA. We have the Phoenix Suns and the LA Lakers, 12 and 8 Suns, 12 and 9 Lakers rematch after the Lakers took out Phoenix. That was a Suns team without Devin Booker, though, in the first in-season tournament meeting. Lakers winning 122 to 119 in a game where Kevin Durant went off for 38 points as the Lakers, despite that great game from Durant, still won by three. A lot of injury issues to get to. LeBron James, questionable with a left calf injury. Anthony Davis, probable, so he should be good to go. But point guard Gabe Vincent has already been ruled out for the Lakers. Sounds like Rui Hachimura will finally make his return dealing with a nasal fracture, wearing a protective mask. He was uh, cleared to play over the weekend against Houston, did not actually get in. And head coach Darvin Hammond said he expects Hachimura to get a few minutes. For the Suns, guard Bradley Beal still out with a back injury there. Lakers open two-point favorites. This is in L.A. at Crypto.com Arena. Money on Phoenix so far. Down to one-and-a-half-point favorites are the L.A. Lakers. And just like in the Knicks-Bucks game, and just like the other two in-season tournament games, whole lot of money to the over from 223 now to either 227 and a half or 228 market pretty split on that number so far with the winner to take on the New Orleans Pelicans Thursday in that doubleheader 
in Las Vegas for the in-season tournament semifinals. The one thing that really jumped out to me from the first meeting between the Suns and Lakers was the fact that L.A. on the road shot the lights out from beyond the arc, almost 45% from three. Keep in mind, the Lakers on the season, second worst in the league in overall three-point shooting. I'm much more inclined to think that was definitely more of an anomaly, a team that is 24th in offensive rating on the season, where the Lakers have found success, the majority of their wins on the defensive end, a top 10 defensive rating team as well. How will L.A. now match up in this rematch where you get Devin Booker back, made his return from an ankle injury, and looked really good over the weekend against Memphis, 34 points, 10 boards, 7 assists. You have to like where Phoenix is at when they have Booker and Durant on the floor. Shouldn't be a shock. You shouldn't You shouldn't be surprised that I'm saying this. Not a surprise if you look at the advanced numbers and see a Durant-Booker duo, one of the most efficient duos in the NBA right now. Phoenix 7th on the season and offensive rating as a whole have struggled a little bit on the defensive end. That's a big reason why you saw the Lakers shoot as well as they did in the first meeting against the Suns. 18th, the Suns are in defensive rating. But with Booker back in the fold and the Suns getting this rematch potential revenge angle, if you really want to buy into that, I, I more look at the Lakers regression more likely in this particular spot compared to the 44.4% they shot in the first meeting from long range. So I understand where the market is coming from here, looking to take Phoenix. And if you're a believer in Phoenix, it does make sense that there is over money coming in with the Suns matching up strength versus strength. The Suns offensive strength versus the Lakers defensive strength. If you believe the Suns win that matchup and you like the Suns to win the game, you're probably more inclined to look over as well. I'd rather, if I'm making a bet either way, I would look at the Suns. Would not shock me to see more Suns money come in, especially with how cloudy the injury report is for the L.A. Lakers right now. Final game for us to preview as we continue on VEASAN Morning Daily Bets, talking the biggest games on the card every single day. Let's go to the Jimmy V Classic. Outstanding doubleheader tonight, a couple of top 25 matchups. The marquee event, 9 p.m. Eastern. It's fifth-ranked UConn against ninth-ranked North Carolina. A couple of Blue Bloods going at it. Each team 7-1. UConn coming off its first loss of the season going down 69-65 at Kansas, who's now ranked second in the poll in a true road game for UConn last Friday night. The Tar Heels actually had to survive a scare. We're 12.5-point favorites at home against Florida State in the ACC opener over the weekend. We're down eight midway through the second half. Had to rally, almost covered at the end, but I did win 78-70 after a sleepy start. UConn four-point favorites on the opener, and we've seen a lot of UConn money come in so far, up to five-and-a-half-point favorites. Total bet down from 154 now to 152.5 overall. I get why bettors are looking at the UConn side here. It's an obvious bounce back spot for a Husky team that had a really bad start on the road at KU, made a huge surge, had a great opportunity to actually win that game on the road at KU, ultimately did not. But there's one particular angle I'm a little bit concerned about for head coach Dan Hurley's UConn team this season. This is a group that was so good on both ends of the floor last season en route to the national title. And while the defense is still really good this year, top 15 in the Ken Pomeroy overall efficiency rating, the three-point defense has left a lot to be desired. 316th in the country in three-point defense allowed, giving up a ton of wide-open looks. KU was the first team who really made UConn pay. Nine of 14 from three were the Jayhawks on Friday night. I bring that up because North Carolina, if you think back to last year, was one of the worst three-point shooting teams among all Power Fives outside the top 300 nationally 
it was a disaster for UNC. Big reason why the team that was the number one team in the preseason poll didn't even make the NCAA tournament. Tar Heels have improved a ton in that regard under head coach Hubert Davis, now 91st in the country in three-point percentage. They aren't blowing anybody away, and they struggled from beyond the arc Saturday, much as five of 22 from three. But R.J. Davis and Harrison Ingram, it's a lethal backcourt with those two. Combined, they take the vast majority of the team's three-point looks, and they're hitting at a 38% clip from three-point range this season. You combine that with a team that has uh, the fourth most experience at the Division One level of any team in the country, and a group that has played much better on the defensive end this season, 35th in the country. And how I see this game playing out is really, can UNC find the three-point shooting form, and can they win the battle of the boards? Because that's the most fascinating matchup in this game. 6'11", senior Armando Baycott, sixth in the country in defensive rebound percentage. Great matchup between he and... And the guy replacing Adama Sinogo on the interior for UConn and 7-2 sophomore Donovan Klingon, who's 21st in the country in offensive rebound percentage. That's how UConn beats you. They generate quality looks, third in the country in two-point percentage. And if they miss, they tend to follow up those misses and put their second chance opportunities in, eighth in the country in offensive rebound percentage. And yet UNC has a really, really good, one of the elite interior defenders and rebounders in Baycott. So, when I look at that matchup and how it all squares out, there's one def- slight deficiency, at least for UConn, that North Carolina has the ability to exploit. And the big strength of UConn is somewhat neutralized by the 6'11 senior veteran presence of Baycott on the inside. Because of that, and because of how betters are kind of, I wouldn't say blindly, there's good reason, right? You're backing UConn if you're uh, taking the Huskies and, and how the market in general has done this early on with the line opening at four betting them because of the bounce back did look impressive on the road at KU despite the loss at a certain point though that's already been baked in by the market and at a certain point as I'm talking about with how we generally see some of the overreaction in these marquee matchups you get to a point where it becomes really intriguing to take the other side so I won't give out an official best bet at the current number right now at five and a half but if this gets to six say six and a half and it wouldn't shock me if we get there with how the early market sentiment is coming on UConn and expect them to continue to get bet. It's been a very a publicly backed team ever since the run to March Madness and the NCAA tournament title. At at the six, six and a half range, it is a really nice value play on North Carolina. Expect a positive regression on the three-point shooting after going 5 of 22 over the weekend. And UConn still has a lot of holes to fix in their three-point defense, one I expect that will eventually get cleaned up by the time we get to March, but right now, that is a weakness for UConn. UNC has the guys to exploit it. I expect at the very least, we see this a a, a more high-variance, back-and-forth, tighter matchup. And so if UNC is hitting the threes, I like their chances to cover the number right now, catching five and a half. Those are your three biggest games of the night. We'll have a lot more to talk about as well on the Wednesday edition of VEASAN Morning Daily Bets. I'm Ben Wilson. Best of luck with all your plays tonight. We'll catch you again tomorrow morning in this video. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time and range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.